This is Fresh 107.9, where we keep you fresh all day. Good radio, fresh 107.9 FM. It's exactly three minutes can pass 10 a.m. today, Wednesday, the 3rd of March 2021. Good morning to you, wherever you're listening to us from uh, this Wednesday. Welcome to Platform this Wednesday, second installment of the program. Uh, we do this Mondays and Wednesdays from 10 to 11. Today, the 3rd of March, uh, marks a number of things across parts of the world. First off, it is the World Hearing Day. Uh, now, the World Hearing Day. Uh, is uh, part of the celebrations today, the World Wildlife Day, also being celebrated across parts of the world today, alongside so many other celebrations. Wale Bakar is my name. Thank you for joining the program uh, this Wednesday morning. Now, I said earlier, uh, it's the World 
Hearing Day is a campaign held each year by the Office of Prevention of Blindness and Deafness of the World Health Organization. Now, activities take place across the world and there's an event hosted at the World Health Organization on this day. Now, the objectives of this campaign are to share information and promote actions towards the prevention of hearing loss and improved hearing care. Uh, the very first event of this kind was held in the year 2007. And since that time, uh, the World Hearing Day has been celebrated. Now, the theme for the campaign for the year 2021 is Hearing Care for All. Uh, that's the theme for the celebration of the World Hearing Day uh, this year. Uh, the World Wildlife Day also being celebrated uh, on this day, the 3rd of March. Uh, this uh, On the, the 16th, 68th session of the United Nations General Assembly, that was on the 20th of December 2013, in its resolution, decided to proclaim today, the 3rd of March, as International Day of the Adoption of the Convention on International Trade in Endangered Species of World Fauna and Flora. Uh, the, a number of things are done to raise awareness on the world's wide fauna and flora and a lot of endangered species. This year, uh, the theme for the World Wildlife Day is Forests and Livelihoods, Sustaining People and Planet. Uh, that's the theme. There a lot of things being said as far as uh, the World Wildlife Day. Uh, the uh, United Nations um, uh, website with so much information. The WHO website with a lot of information about the World Hearing Day as well uh, this Wednesday. Uh, there are a number of other things being commemorated across parts of the world. If you're celebrating one thing or the other, we are with you. We wish you the very best. Uh, this Wednesday. It's a platform uh, this morning. Wale Bakar is my name. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you for joining us. Platform this Wednesday on Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkota. Uh, for those of you who have been following uh, some of the happenings around us, uh, last week saw the uh, very intense conversation about uh, a call from the House of Representatives seeking that states can decide what the minimum wage will be as far as what they will be paying their workers. Uh, the sponsor of that bill uh, at the House of Reps, uh, Honorable Gaba Dati Mohammed uh, from Kano, uh, APC Kano, uh, is of the argument that there should be no uh, situation where a minimum wage determined at the federal level should be forced on states. And uh, it has generated a number of um, talks across the country. Expectedly, Labour has had a lot to say. In fact, yesterday, the Nigeria Labour Congress arose from a meeting and uh, there was a communique. Uh, a number of things were said. Labour, of course, uh, did say that um, it is interesting that uh, the lawmakers felt the need to uh, all of us felt the need to say that states will not have, should decide the minimum wage, saying it just appears like a very convenient thing to do, considering there are so many other things 
uh, that have been mentioned as things that should be removed from the executive list and put, up the, put on the concurrent list. But for some reason, uh, the minimum wage is what the lawmakers are looking into as uh, regards removing it from uh, the executive list and put, putting it on the concurrent list. Uh, well, we'll get into that this morning. Uh, Labour's position, well known. Uh, they believe that it is something that should not happen. And uh, we will uh, get an idea as to what the reasons are uh, for Labour's stance. Uh, the chairman of the uh, NLC here in Ogun State, that's the Nigeria Labour Congress, Comrade Emmanuel Bankole is on the program with me this morning. And we'll get to talk about all of this together. Good morning to you, sir. Uh, great to see you. It's, it's March already, but I can say yeah. Happy New Year. My pleasure to be here. <laughs> Good to have you join us. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I saw the uh, communique released by Labour yesterday. Okay. And uh, Labour stands very clear yeah. as to what uh, the expectation is, what Labour expects to obtain in the country. Uh, but I'm sure you've also seen the arguments of the of of the sponsor of the bill and other lawmakers who debated over the bill at the House of Reps. But first off, uh, what, what are the reasons for Labour's stance? Well, uh, thank things? you very much. You see, many of these our leaders, so-called leaders now, many of them are ill-informed. They, they just think things are done just like that. They don't know that there are conventions guiding some of these things. There are principles guiding this. But because many of them are even mentally lazy, they will not take time to look at why things are done in certain manner. For your information, minimum wage is a global practice mm. and is guaranteed by ILO Convention Number no. 26. And Nigeria has been a signature to this. As far back as 1962, we adopted this and we signed into it. It is done globally to protect humanity from undue exploitation. So when you see someone who was elected to represent the interests of the masses, now in the vanguard of something that will further impoverish the masses, we just wonder whose interest uh, you know, is serving and his colleagues, why are they there in the first place? So I think it's a predicament of our uh, dispensation that we have found ourselves, this political dispensation, that people who are, not well, who are not well informed and who are also mentally lazy to find out, you just see them coming out, I'm playing to the gallery. But when we, when we look at, because uh, I know that since the uh, very the latest national minimum wage was signed into law, uh, there's been so much talks about states that have not been paying, states that have not been able to pay. Some of them have spoken about their uh, resources being mega and how they cannot afford to pay some of these things. And you put that side by side with the argument of uh, Honorable Dati, for example, who's saying... Let states decide what they can pay. States should be able to say, this will be our minimum wage since this is what we can pay. Don't you think that that argument, to some extent also, don't you, wouldn't you understand why the argument would have its proponents, considering what they are saying is, uh, they mentioned standard of living, talked about so many things, and say it can't be the same in Lagos as Zamfara, or the same in Ogon as Aquaibom, for example. That, the, there's no basis for such. And I tell you, there's no state in Nigeria that cannot afford 30,000 minimum wage. Remember, it was not a fiat. It was a product of negotiation. And the negotiation table, the state governors are well represented. A bureau of uh, statistics, they are there. And so, so it's not a thing that was just agreed upon or fiat, an arbitrary something. So they were there. They were in the, involved in the process of negotiation. So for any of them to say they cannot, then they should just resign and go in peace. 
and allow people who are creative that can take charge. They should just go home. And let's look at it. As we speak now, maybe that excuse may be tenable uh, at a time when governor in Kebi State will tell us he cannot end the same thing as governor of Lagos State because uh, he says, but as we speak, a council on Kebi State we end the same thing as a council on Lagos State because that is revenue mobilization of fiscal commission. Mm-hmm. The same, so it's applicable to all. Why must it be when it comes to the masses? It is then so it's un- untenable, unacceptable, and uh, we are not going to accept that. There's no basis for that. The concept of minimum wages all over the world, minimum. We are not expecting any state to go below that. Any state going below that, we are amassed to enslavement. And even uh, U.S. that is known as a world capital of capitalism, you know, one of the things that bidding promised during this learning was that he's going to raise it. And they are speaking about it, raising to $15 per hour. So what example, what are we talking about? Minimum. States can, can do more, should be able to do it. And even in this dispensation, we have seen states adding more. Like in our state, at least we got something above that, you know, above the minimum. So we are saying the baseline below which no one should go. Uh, they, they just don't be sincere. And uh, let's, like, let's look at it. 30,000 in the current dispensation is not a living wage. It's just maintenance ration to just keep body and soul together and hoping that tomorrow, tomorrow will be better. So for anybody to say uh, to then that person should leave government. He has no business to be in government. He should just resign and go home. But do, do you know that this argument had started even while the original uh, negotiation was ongoing. There had been states that have said, uh, you can't just force us to pay an amount we don't have. Now, uh, uh, this would not be the first time I've listened to you talk about how you believe that there should, there is no state that, that can say they cannot afford to pay 30,000 naira, for example. But we've seen states that have not paid. In fact, the vast majority of states haven't been paying. Well, lack of political will lot of political will. If, if you ask them, they say it is because they don't have the funds. But these people continue to end their security votes unabated. Huh. Recall uh, the governor of Sanfara, Yari, who cannot, even 18,000, who refused to pay 18 million. This is the same man that uh, awarded for himself 10 million naira monthly uh, maintenance, uh, whatever, when he was uh, going out of government. And they passed that at the House of Assembly. 10 million naira monthly maintenance uh, upkeep allowance. And uh, when the Matawale came, he paid the first month, and the man could not pay the second month. He wrote a letter to remind him that uh, you are owing me. And it was then they came to their senses that, ah, look at it, 10 million monthly as upkeep allowance, different from all other uh, salary and all the, before this. So it's just because they lack public will, and because we have misfortune of putting in place, uh, of empowering people who are our enemy. You know, when you empower your enemy, and you put them in power, this type of thing you see. And it's a call uh, to all Nigerians. Because most times they call on labor, 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 even things that are not original labor. It's a call, a clarion call to all Nigerians that when these people call, we should examine them. Where are they coming from? Not someone who has no respect for human dignity and you empower them. So what do you expect? Look at the avalanche of problems that we have in this country. And the only thing somebody could think of is uh, to say this will be taken away from uh, it's wicked, callous. But, but there's been there's been a lot of things that are, that, that we've been talking about as far as the executive list, the concurrent list. There's so many things. Uh, yes. so, some have said certain things should be taken away from mm-hmm, the executive mm-hmm. list and put in the concurrent list. So would you say? Because I've I've also listened to some individuals say that say we are going to have a situation where the minimum wage is moved to the concurrent list. Mm-hmm. 
uh, there are certain things that would need to happen before then. Uh, someone said uh, there is a need to look at the issue of uh, true fiscal federalism, state uh, resources, state control of resources, saying uh, if you hand over minimum wage to states <laughs> and they eventually say they still cannot pay, that would still be uh, uh, shortchanging workers eventually. Do you think that, say, we are able to get true fiscal federalism as states controlling their resources, then we can begin to talk about? Uh, we can begin to talk about uh, having the minimum wage on the concurrent list. Well, uh, I think the lawyer will say you cannot build something on nothing. All our effort, particularly since 1963, has been trying to build something on nothing. And that is why we have this avalanche of problem. If you look at 1963 constitution, mm. regions, they have their independence, they have their autonomy, and they were able to move. Either. But with the coup, particularly in 1963, and with our unitary system, and what the, what we practice now, uh, is not it's not it. It's just studio federalism. We are just deceiving ourselves. And until we go back to the basis, nothing tangible. Look at backward movement mm. that we are moving. In uh, the western region of those days, we were exporting so many commercial products. There was no oil then, and oil. Uh, we were making progress. Western region government was paying more than even federal government. Because they have control over their resources. But look at what we have now. You know, a bridge, uh, federal, and it's not helping. It will not lead us anywhere. So, until we go to the basis, it's like uh, a rag, you know, passing a rag with a new cloth. Anything you can see. It will not last. It's not sustainable. We cannot endure. That is why. Look at the other problem we have in this country now. If you trace everything, you go, to ba- you go back to the structure that we're operating. This structure cannot lead us anywhere but to, to perdition and chaos. And we have seen an example already. Let's talk about the negotiation process um, from the onset, the negotiation of minimum wage. Uh, you, you spoke about repre- uh, those that are, that are part of that um, seating, the yes, representatives the, 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 and all. The, the, the negotiation team. Yes, the, the team. Do, do states have representatives? Yes, they were duly represented. Team. You know, they have this, their body, Governor Fulham, what they call it? They were represented. They were saying, in fact, they caused a lot of delay, you know, consulting with their forum before we arrive at 30,000. So, to, for them to turn around and say, they can, it, it's sickening. Lack of sincerity, willingness. When the when political, uh, whatever, electioneering prior will come now, they will afford to, sp- they, they can afford to spend anything, anyhow, you know, on people pushing out this money. But for people to live decent life, and we say, let's start from somewhere. In fact, the agreement, Apart from 30,000 minimum, with the other things, components that they were to do to make it really meaningful, like other things, uh, roads, uh, electricity, water supply, uh, public school, you know, upgrade on public school. Those they are not even doing. And now, what could they could say is that they cannot. So they are just mean people. But l- let's um, l- let's um, talk about. I saw uh, you you spoken about the ILO convention, which were signatory true, and how. Uh, that, that is why we have uh, adopted this style of the minimum wage, which is very clear in the NLC communique as well. But but let, let, let's talk about what, what would you say? What are the fears or what are the troubles that could emanate from having states determine what their minimum wage would be? <laughs> enslavement. Enslavement. There's no other word. It's just to enslave the people the more. If the states will not be allowed to determine... Uh, we've not, it, such practice does not exist anywhere in the world. We are state. State can only build on minimum, even private sector, they can only build on the minimum. Human dignity must be protected. 
And that is why ILO has done that to ensure that in our country there must be a baseline to ensure that the weak are, are not unduly exploited. So uh, I wonder where the, the example is coming from. Even in Confederate states like uh, Holland, they, they still have it. Confederate state, not to talk in federal system. Uh, in UK, you have minimum wage. In Europe, because across Europe, so it doesn't exist anywhere where people are just allowed to do anyhow. Uh, except they want to turn Nigeria to a banana republic where anybody can just do anything. And that, we will not allow. We will not allow that. But, do, 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 because I'm looking at the, uh, I would really love us to look at these arguments, you know. Uh, I'm looking at their argument or the argument of the sponsor of the bill, the proponents of the bill, who say, and and they are quick to mention the huge disparity in resources available to these states individually, which is something we see as well. Aside from allocation, yeah, but even uh, with that, IGR is, is also there's an huge disparity. Why, 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 why has it not come up to say that uh, remuneration of a public uh, office holder should be deregulated? Maybe that should now be another uh, another call to be made by Labour. So you want to start from people that are already. Uh, depressed mm. people that are already depressed, people that are already emasculated. You want to start from them. So where should we start from? Because obviously, uh, over time, we've all agreed there has to be some decentralization. Well, well, as for what we're talking about, the subject matter, the issue of minimum wage, there's no going back on that. It's a, uh, it's a global practice, and we belong to the global community. There must be no deviation, deviation from that. So we are not it's, not. it's not negotiable to take it away, except they want to shut this country down. And for your information, come ten next week. We are uh, the uh, the House of Assembly. We're going to be their guests to convey our rejection of such to them. By grace of God, come uh, where's next week. Mm. And uh, what is more, so as far as we are concerned, we we not allow them to further impoverish and enslave us. So, we'll be doing that. And looking at what should be done, what should be done is, is that we should, we all should be sincere that this country, as presently structured, cannot lead us anywhere and be determined and be courageous to do the needful, to re-examine. When I hear people talk about uh, Nigeria unity is not negotiable, what are they talking about? unity? We are just fooling ourselves. The unity that doesn't exist anywhere. So, we must be frank and bold enough to speak the truth and examine this structure or this federation called Nigeria. It cannot lead us anywhere. And, you know, those who make peaceful changes, eh, they make a first one inevitable. So, except we have option anyway, either to do it peacefully or forcefully. And uh, everybody, uh, only God knows who will be in control. Because peacefully, of course, uh, definitely would be the preferable option. Uh, when, When you... When you listen to some of the arguments um, for some people, because there are some people who are, are, for example, we were discussing this earlier, and my, my colleague, Mr. Akindele, was saying um, he knows his opinion might not be loved by unionists, but he was looking at it from the angle of the calls for decentralizing a lot of things in the country. Although his argument is that uh, before you say states have to determine their minimum wage then you have to be giving them more money uh, they have to control more of their resources there has to be money available to them to really cater for these workers uh, but say we get that uh, because you, you've spoken about the ILO standard and what obtains across part of the world say states have more money states obviously 
can take care of their workers. Would we be able to now then jettison the ILO arrangement? No, no, we cannot. We are not, we are part of the global community. Like I said, to protect the vulnerable. But but don't we still don't we still get to make the choice of what works for us, even though we are part of the global community? What they could do is to add more, minimum. Like for instance, if you talk about admission to university or tertiary, they have minimum must five cre- must mm. have five credits. Mm. That is the minimum. But you see some having nine A's, four A's. So we are saying the minimum. That if anybody does not should not be a candidate. It appears the fear of the NLC or fear of labor is that this is just a ploy for some state governors not to pay as much as the current minimum wages and just determine very uh, ridiculous amounts to pay their workers. Is that the fear? We have seen an example, you know, many of them are not sincere because even in other areas, you meet them, they will promise and then nothing will be done. So you can just imagine when uh, you now allow them to take charge, no shield, no protection, no buffer. It's going to be exploitation, exploitation to the maximum. So, with, with what you have seen, I, I told you about Yari. What are they doing? All of them, see, take uh, um, uh, what do they call security? Some votes. of them, okay, oh, security. Votes. I thought them. you wanted to talk about pension, okay. All of them, security. Votes. Mm. So, it is not that this resources is not there to take care, of, but because of greed, primitive accumulation of wealth. That is why they always think of themselves but, alone and alone. But, Conrad it appears the, the bone of contention here is, is whether or not the resources are available. Because the, the politicians... The even with the, I'm telling you that even with the, within the limited resources, this is a thing that was gotten by negotiation mm. where they were duly represented. And I told you, they delay, the government from particularly, they delay conclusion of this negotiation. Because they said they have to go back. We asked for 65, you know, before we came to. And they have to meet their body. have to adjourn the meeting for consultation before we venture. So, they were into it before we agree. And Bureau of uh, uh, Statistics, they look at a capacity of each state. That is, so, okay, this is minimum that uh, all of them can afford. But those that are more buoyant can do something more. Well, I, I, I was going to say that when you talk to the politicians or the political office holders, they'll, they'll argue for those states that cannot pay or that are not paying. They'll argue, we can't pay. We don't have the resources. Uh, but um, labor has, uh, workers are in all these uh, departments. Uh, they know what is coming into the coffers of government. So the belief would be that labor's insistence is based on the knowledge that workers know what is coming into the coffers of government. Is this correct? Very correct. Very correct. That's even when we engage them in negotiation, we arm ourselves with those information. When they tell, tell us about IGR, they say they cannot do this. We look at the IGR, what is coming, various sources and the, the allocation. We say, look, you can do this. So, it's our argument is from informed position. We are not just arbitrary. We know they have the capacity. It's just that the political will to do what is right is difficult for them. So what do we do to the states that are not paying? Because obviously their workers are having to suffer for it. Well, it's a challenge to labor, to leadership of labor. We must own this nation together. Our destiny in our own hand. The country belongs to all of us. And in those states it belongs to... Nobody has exclusive rights over those countries or state, or over this country or those states. So... It's a wake-up call to the leadership. There's no reason at all. And, uh, you know, I keep on talking about uh, electoral process and the rest of them. One of the major things that we need to do is to get it right. 
to put people that really have fear of God and the willingness to do what is fair to people. But if you arm, you equip somebody who does not have it. For instance, someone in, uh, in uh, living in an area when they call CDA meeting, it will not go there. They ask for money for grading, or it will not participate. They ask for uh, guard, it will not participate. And you want to elect that person to go to House of Assembly, House of Rev, Governor, to do what? Somebody who cannot even relate in his immediate environment. Um, but because most of us in this country, we are so gullible. When the process will come, they come with money. We don't even find out where they're coming from. But I think we, we should know better now. We should not just say, "Buddy, money misread coming from nowhere." They start sharing money, and we follow. We must, we must interrogate them. Where are they coming from? And uh, we, we, we be able to separate chaff from the grain. I think uh, we, we have to get there. This talks about uh, because um, I, I, one of the things uh, I don't know whether I can read a part of it. The communique released by the uh, following the neck meeting yesterday, uh, it says that uh, there's a part there's a part that says that this plan to get the uh, national minimum wage from the executive list to the concurrent list will create over time an undesirable situation whereby state minimum variations across states become a beggar thy neighbor. Instrument in seeking to attract economic establishments to locate in states. It is in order to avoid this type of injurious competition that income tax personnel or company uh, is legislated on exclusively by the center. Moreover, the NEC said that a multiplicity of minimum wages will serve to create a segmentation of the labor market which could weaken national economic growth and cohesion. Now, um, I know that it is there is the fear that state governors or state governments if given the power to determine what they will pay could be in a situation where they feel we're not we're not um, there's no federal whatever holding us to a, to an agreement we can do what we want and then they pay very ridiculous amounts about aren't the state labor um, units um, empowered enough to tackle such issue if it arises uh, they will have so much weaken you know the structure in such states that uh, their voice will not even be heard you see it will encourage uh, heavy movement you know injurious movement of human being look at now look at the problem that we have in the southern part of the country uh, particularly the southwest look at the movement of uh, these people from the north you know why are they coming here? Why are they moving en masse? It's because they are not protected, the enslavement, you know. Because the, the environment is better here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You see them moving and they are creating problems. Why is it that you have average of beggars from far north coming to Lagos, coming to Ogun State? You see them and you just wonder, why? Why are they leaving their country? Because why are they leaving their state? Because over there, and so if you now have a very wide disparity in salary this thing. You have unhealthy rivalry, people movement, you know, manpower movement that is uh, it's unhealthy. So we could have a situation where workers are doing anything just you to get to those to, states that pay well. Yeah. So, And uh, it's not a healthy thing that uh, we should encourage or allow even to happen at all. Uh, it will question our existence as... You see, we are talking of human dignity being protected. And 
uh, one of the problems we have in the country is that uh, because people are hungry, they're impoverished. They can still be easily be enticed with one thousand naira to buy their conscience during election. Mm. You cannot imagine when you allow such a breedu exploitation. Even for five hundred naira, people will be able to willing to do all manners of things. We've seen someone uh, these uh, criminals killing people and selling a human being head for twenty thousand. You can just imagine twenty thousand human being uh, somebody's uh, destiny you, be... short. you can so so many unmanageable unimaginable things that could happen thereafter if there's no buffer and uh, i think ilo in their wisdom that was why it was globally accepted that in all the countries of the world there must be a minimum to protect human dignity except you want to go to ILO and challenge that and ensure that uh, that uh, convention 26 is abrogated and we also the National Assembly, we also passed a bill uh, removing us from, you know, from being a signatory to, to so that. There are basis for this thing. You can't you can just wake up. You can't just wake up and say, no, I don't want to do it. They are processed. So, let them start the move to take us away from uh, that convention as signatory. Then we can now uh, turn our country to Banana Republic. But I want to assure you, we will not allow that. Uh, well, um, I've been speaking with the NLC chairman uh, here in Augusta, Comrade Romano Bancolo. We've been talking about the um, differential wage uh, debate as uh, regards uh, the move by the House of Representatives to get uh, the national minimum wage negotiation from the um, executive list to the concurrent list. Uh, I bet you've been following some of the uh, conversations that have emanated from that move. Uh, the bill, by the way, has passed second reading at the House of Representatives and, uh, you know, pa- after second reading, it, it will means, die, it, it I can assure you, closer it to, will die a natural day. You just would have see. <laughs> we will use all that God has given us because this is about life and death. If you allow this to go, then our dignity is like we are giving it to them. Anyway, you, you get to be a part of this conversation via Twitter at Fresh FM Abelkuta. That's where you drop your contributions at Fresh FM Abelkuta. If you're watching live on Facebook, you can talk to us via that avenue as well. We'll get to talk to you uh, through phone lines in a moment. Uh, you, 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 you said a lot of things as to why this should not be allowed. But then, you know, we're, uh, I've, I've, spoken, I've said a lot about the arguments of those that the sponsor and the proponents. Four, you've had four other arguments. Yes. Okay. And um, for the sponsor, he continues to, is quick to mention the issue of states not paying or some states <laughs> not being able to pay. And, you know, there, it's still, there, there's still that uh, big gap as to what then can be done. Because, uh, this would not be the first time we had this issue when the agreement was eighteen thousand. We had states who said they could not pay, and I remember when we were talking about the thirty thousand. The the points that was brought up was if we had states that couldn't pay eighteen thousand, are we sure some states will pay thirty? And at that time, it appeared like labor, even though there were these issues, labor felt well, we'll, we'll, we'll tackle these issues later. Let's get an agreement first off, and we are here uh, having to battle these issues that maybe we should have tackled a long time ago. It's because of the type of country in which we are. In other climb, we shouldn't even be talking of minimum wage. You know, we, it's different from general salary review. Mm. We should be talking of general salary review, which is even due. Now, if you look at uh, standard of living and the rest of them, from time to time, they look at uh, inflation rate. And in some country, they have mechanism, you know, in place. We don't, we, you will not even need it to shout. The, this thing, the mechanism is in place that when the inflation is rising, salaries are adjusted even without anybody making noise. 
that's a country that is organized, well planned, where some people don't see the country as their own personal uh, property. But it's unfortunate here. So the idea of uh, talking about they cannot pay, they cannot afford, it, it shows the, the level of in, incompetence, ignorance, and mental laziness. It's just mental laziness that uh, they cannot pay, they cannot. What they should be asking for, if that's sincere, are those things we've been talking about police state, uh, state police. That is the practice. And look at the state of insecurity in the country. Those are areas that should attract their attention and not uh, impoverishing the people with a wicked bill. You know, look at the state of insecurity. Why can't we have state police? Why can't we have it? But because some people are feeding fat from the over-centralization of this, they want it to remain. Inland waterways that state you is on the exclusive and they are not talking about that. Resources for states, those are areas that they should deploy their energy to and not uh, things that we for them privilege people. So it's sure they are not sincere. Don't, don't, do, do you think, or don't you think labor, uh, because uh, just like we said earlier, workers have an idea of what the IGR of... Uh, and all other sources of income, yes. Shouldn't that be something labor should be making public as part of their argument as regards how it is that states can afford to pay this money? And those things are done at negotiating table. We'll not go to the rooftop to be doing those figures, uh, branding those figures. But if they engage us, like in negotiation... Because this is my... So, sorry to button. This is my worry. Government comes out to say we can't afford it. And for sometimes government, you know, gives what um, they say is the, the revenue they generate. We counter them. In such case, whenever we have such, you can be sure that we'll be there to also counter but them. Why, why do we have to wait to counter? Can labor let it be out there and say... How can you say you cannot pay? This is how much you earn. Uh, you know the proof of evidence of evidence is on you. If you have accused me that so, so you, you must prove. So uh, I will not be the one to give you. If you have accused me uh, of so so, thing, you must evidence. But, but in, the, in this very dire situation, because there are very unconventional things I, I are happening. You, I tell you, it's not so, even in that situation. It's mm-hmm. just something that is born out of ignorance, that is ill-conceived, ill-time. It's not anything to even. We we dare to contend with them. It's it's unacceptable. We have a convention that we are signatories to and somebody is waking up. Let them go and uh, remove us from uh, the global community and uh, remove Nigeria. So those are things they should do. It cannot... Nothing will happen. You can't be something or nothing. That's what the area. As a member of the House of Rep, let him tell this member that, look, we were signatory to so-so-so uh, convention. We need to pull out. Let the process be completed. Two-thirds of them and the president are sent to, then we are out of that. Then we are not banned by ILO convention. But as we speak, we are banned by that uh, convention because we are signing to it. I'm sure that when we signed to it in 1962, that guy has not been born because he's a young man. So he doesn't know that uh, things are done on the basis of conventions and principle. Mm. So those are the things. You should first take us away so that we are not banded by that uh, uh, global practice. It's only them we can be talking about. But for as long as we remain a signature, a member of that, nothing. We cannot do anything otherwise. Hypothetically speaking, say, uh, because uh, we, uh, you've spoken about you know governors earning the same, political office holders earning the same, uh, say that was something that is looked into, although some would say it's, it's, it's doubtful, though. <laughs> but say that is something that is looked into, then can we begin to say, okay, yes, maybe we can talk about wage differential as well. Differential what, what we talk about is, is that their salary or their mobile is outrageous to reduce. Even when we reduce, we are not saying that uh, it should be taken away from uh, revenue mobilization, but to reduce and yet still be sent, being centrally 
Uh, because, uh, and I think we, we can also get there. Because even in US, the governors don't earn same salary. Mm. They don't earn same salary in US. So, those are areas that we should be looking at. Not people that are depressed already, people that are impoverished, and you still want to further push them down, down, down. Uh, it's unfair. It's unfair to the masses of this country. Anyway, at Fresh FM, I on Twitter. Uh, if you're watching live on Facebook, uh, you can talk to us. Well, I, I quickly went to check on Rubagaba Dati's uh, age. They say he was born in 1960, according to this. Okay, so he must yeah, have been two years yeah, old, okay. uh, just, just to be sure. Okay. There's a slim chance a baby, he would have known anyway. A baby, so just he doesn't know sure. that uh, there are conventions uh, guiding that. <laughs> Poor him. <laughs> 0815 432 1079 0815 432 1079 0818 111 1079 0818 111 1079 those are numbers to call uh, to join the discussion uh, this uh, morning uh, of course uh, I know that uh, there, there all of us as Nigeria. Well, just before we get to talk about this uh, plans for the national protest and all, let's let's uh, get some thoughts. Hello, good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? Please turn on the volume on your radio. Thank you. Good morning. Okay, we'll have to let you go. Do try again. Hello, good morning. Oh, good morning, Mr. Wali. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, Mr. Chairman. Good morning, sir. Good morning, from Mr. Yeah, I just want to have a take Go ahead, uh, Go ahead. The final is that I think it's a good one for whoever, either the, gov- the governors or whosoever is coming from, you understand, that they should do their political jumbo uh, piece, you understand, so that they can be able to have a concentration to the masses. Because that their position or the post they are handling is a government post. Which are the people that they are serving are the optimals. I mean, they are the priority. Mm-hmm. If you put everything, they cut it according to their sizes, you know, just to render what is necessary of them. According to their that cloth, because some of them, their sizes are terrible. Right. So they should cut their... Well, well that's the, the common cloth. thing, to, to cut according to... <laughs> Hello, good morning. Hello, well, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. What's your name? Where are you calling from? All right, go ahead. Good morning, Mr. Mr. Chairman. Good morning, Mr. Good, m- good morning, sir. Well done. How's your family? We thank God, sir. Yes. You have to stand up on your feet. We, you said it. We have to contend with these people. That restaurant who sponsored that bill. I mean, he, 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 he. It's a tool or is being used by his governor. You know, he, he may also have intention of going to be governor in his own state. Well, you know them. <laughs> so, now, <laughs> yes, sir. What is, what, what is governors are saying they cannot be they want this thing to be removed from uh, exclusive to concurrence. Uh, what do you call it? Hey. To concurrent. Now, they cannot tell us they cannot pay this money. Look at the look at the salary they are paying. I, by, by the way, is there a common word meant for just this politician? The workers are the one. I mean, 
uh, working for this money, the ideal and the money coming in. Look at the salary, the, the social, social, uh, social, what do you call them? Social assistant, uh, senior social assistant, and already eight. And so, look at the one behind. Are they earning minimum wage? They, they earn thousands of naira every month. Sure. And what are we just asking for? We are just asking for 30,000 minimum wage. All right, Pastor Mabadu. But look at, I know you could look go at on the on. money of the governor. Mm. I know, I know I you mean, could go. You have to stand up, team up with other unions. Let's fight these people. All right, I, I know you could go on and on, so I asked as you go because of our time. Um, we we he, he mentioned something uh, which is which was also mentioned at that co- in, in that communique released by the NLC. Uh, the the suggestion uh, that the sponsor of the bill appears to be doing the bidding of uh, say some other people, most most likely the governors who. Uh, so some have alleged that they are the ones who are against the payment of minimum wage. Uh, interestingly, we've not had any official stance uh, from the governor's forum, for example. But um, in, in, in your assessment of, uh, I'm sure you must have you must have been talking with many of your colleagues across uh, the parts of the country. Um, how many states do do you think part of those that are not paying? Although you've always said you don't believe anyone should not be paying, but uh, are, there, are there states that you are highly disappointed they are not paying the minimum? Wage? Look at River State, for instance. River State, um, uh, Cross River State, Aquebo. Now, interestingly, these are these are states that have uh, voiced so their support for you know this bill, mm-hmm. saying that you can't force <laughs> on us what we will pay. You can imagine River State not paying minimum wage, owing workers gratuity pensions. River State. Look at the allocation that goes to go to that state. Look at money from uh, derivation and loan. And yet, Cross River, you know, I think one of the state, the teachers even went on strike. It's just because the willingness to do what is good, what is right is not there. You know, it's obvious. A river state not paying pensioners. Remember in Nemo State, pensioners were even flogged. Peaceful people asking that their pension, monthly pension should be paid. They flogged those old men and think uh, two or three of them died. So it's wickedness of, of heart. Uh, you know, until we just rise up to let them know that this country belongs to us. So it's not that they cannot pay, but the willingness, they want to continue to amass this work so that they can continue to enslave us, enslave our children, uh, so that our, we serve them, so that our children will also serve their children. But uh, we, we don't allow that. <laughs> Zero eight one five four three two ten seventy nine zero eight one eight one 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 ten seventy nine. I'm trying to uh, squeeze in uh, just a couple more calls because of our time this morning. Hello, good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? This is Nicholas from Atikotan. Good morning, good morning, Nicholas. Um, the your guest has used, has used the right word, wickedness, and this is this wickedness is even worse than corruption. The governors paid their salaries. The members of reps in the state pay their salaries. There's no problem with their salaries and their allowances for almost doing nothing. But when it comes to that of the poor worker, they deny him his wage. It's obvious they want some states want to pay even below this national minimum, which is not even enough in any state, no matter how poor or simple any state among the states is. And I think it's high time the NSC stand as one 
it, it is painful that sometimes the union between package, package drivers and other unions appears stronger than that of the NLC and even the NUJ. I expect the NLC, the NUJ, and the NBA of the state, they have been so docile. They should leave those cases that get them nothing and speak for the people. It's better we get to that level. Have a nice day. Thank you, Nicholas, for your contribution. Hello, good morning. All right, you'd have to try again. I remember you can drop your contributions via Twitter at FreshFM. I built on Twitter. Quite a number of you have joined us live on Facebook. I love you saying well done. All right, thank you very much. Um, there, there are the... Well, uh, I, 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 I was going maybe, to... Maybe just quickly say this. For those thinking whether he's been sponsored or whatever, well, that is his business. Whether it was his original plan or he's been sponsored... We are not bothered. But what we know is that we will not allow that bill to be passed into law. We own this country together. We are not strangers. So, The question is, you know, for, for a bill to, to have passed second reading, uh, you know, you, you expect that before the, well, there should have been engagements. Uh, no, it's after that uh, that you have uh, public you, hearing. No, no, but you know, yeah, of course, before the official public hearing, lawmakers have a way of finding out what the pulse is yes, before they go ahead and push, exactly, yes. before they go ahead and push a bill. Mm -hmm. Because uh, this is something we continue to, to have happen in this part of the world. Uh, a bill is out there and it meets very stiff resistance mm -hmm. uh, and i and well when we, we see opinion because we because say, usually uh, before you push something it has to be because it is for your representatives mm -hmm. lawmakers are representing the people mm -hmm. so you'd expect that there must have been engagements mm -hmm. for, for from what from the from from the preponderant uh, comments that have trailed this it appears maybe the engagement wasn't robust enough or the engagement didn't happen. Not at all. There's none. There's none. Because you expect that such their constituents, they, you know, mm. they interact with them to know the feelings, what is it. But even those who are elected from here, when last have you seen them? Well, we'll see how the public hearing goes on this anyway. Hello, good morning. Morning, Wale Bakari. Good morning. My name is Mrs. Adewale from Marina Lidl. I just want to appreciate Mr. Bankoli. Mr. Bankoli, I agree with you, sir. Thank you very much, bro. Yes, sir. You've spoken so well. Uh, I just want to say you, uh, you should you should be firm. Your your the, the, the labor group should be firm, so that at the end of the day you get a very good result. No going back. It's not negotiable. You're, you're fighting for us, and at the end of the day, I say that good result be realized. Mm -hmm. I get things. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. Much. Thank you very much. Uh, just before I let you go, two things I would ask. Um, a number of, uh, of of those that have called now have spoken about how Nicholas, for example, is talking about how even the thirty thousand is not enough. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, there are some people that had said, uh, aside asking for a minimum wage, labor should be doing things about making life, um, uh, for getting government committed to making life that is easier for Nigerians. You know, most uh, time they I, I was going to ask uh, where, where are we are as far as that is because concerned. labor movement they have their core objective protection, well-being, good continuous service for their worker. That is a core objective. Other things like fighting for that we do. For example, these engagements going on uh, about full price and electricity yes. tariffs. Those are things that should not be left for labor alone. And remember, sometimes we go on the mission and these people will be sponsored to attack us. We have instances like that, that they will shout that, look, they should just leave them. Uh, these people in their salary, what is their business? So, it's a collective thing. They should not push it onto labor. 
we are talking of electronic period will come now. They will take 1,000 to mortgage their future. When the problem comes, they won't labor to. It's a collective thing. All of us may determine to know that we know own this country together. We should not allow our enemy to preside over us, to determine our future. You know, our dignity. We should not allow them to come and assault our dignity. We are human beings and we must see ourselves as human beings. So until we collectively, I can assure that labor, we are prepared, but we also need them to collaborate, not to, to betray us when it matters most. Well, I'd, I'd, I'd be doing a disservice to just crave your indulgence. I'd be doing a disservice to have you here and not uh, take uh, a moment or two to ask what the situation is here in Ogun State as well. Uh, I know that um, last week saw some, I think two weeks ago, saw some talks about uh, the minimum wage. Uh, now government, after implementing the minimum wage, uh, had not done anything as far as other agreements that were had with them. Well, what's the situation at the moment? Well, uh, thank you very much. The engagement is ongoing. There are certain things that we agree upon by our MOU that should be done in the first quarter of the year. And when we see signals that uh, those things are not being consummated or uh, that there's no effort in those directions, that is why you saw that. But I can assure you, the engagement is on and we have met you know, different quarters, different levels to ensure that uh, those things that must be done in the first quarter are being consummated. So we have seen some progressive uh, movement towards that. And then uh, by the end of second quarter, we have to meet again and review what has been done and what needs to be done. So, and give me some. There was a time Labour used to complain about the response level of the uh, of this administration. Has uh, as it gotten any better? Uh, in, better uh, from, over time. Better from what it used to be, but we are not there yet. We see want more robust engagement, but at least better than uh, what it used to be. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, Comrade Mano Bankoli, thank you for being a part of the program uh, this morning. Thank you for your views. I uh, wish you the very best. Uh, I, I don't know, 10th of March, uh, that's yeah, when yeah, the yeah. Uh, national body says uh, protest could happen. Is that, what could stop the protest? Nothing can stop us. No, what What if there are you know, signs to pull out this bill? Maybe? Well, we see make a view you now to check such uh, careless and unguided thing coming up in the future. We still go there. To, to convey our displeasure. All right. Thank you very much uh, for being a part of the program this morning. Uh, Comrade Demano Bankola is the chairman of the Nigeria Labour Congress, Ogun State Chapter. Um, uh, I should say many thanks to a number of individuals that came with him, uh, the special advisor on media to him, Comrade Dolisholai Lori. Uh, thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, the media consultant, Omar Batiami Utawa, and the SA Protocol, Comrade Yomi Onoteko, uh, also came with the chairman this uh, morning. Uh, it's been nice talking to you this morning. Uh, well, just before we wrap things up, I should remind you, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic still very much with us. Uh, the numbers, yes, you could argue, uh, I've been dropping for some days now, but uh, there is still the need for us to continue to obey these guidelines. Uh, a lot was made about the arrival of um, nearly 4 million uh, doses of vaccines yesterday. But I think uh, uh, it is smart to remind ourselves those vaccines, number one, will cater for very few people. Number two, uh, those vaccines don't mean that we should sleep on our eyes or lose our guard for any reason. So please continue to wear your face masks in public, avoid crowded places, do the needful, and just be safe. That's the platform this Wednesday. Wale Bakar is my name. Enjoy your Wednesday. Good morning. From the Rock City of Nigeria, Rock City of Nigeria, this is Fresh 107.9. Hi, I'm Ozzy Uma, and I'm always tuned in to my favorite radio station. Fresh! Fresh! Fresh. 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 Fresh.